You, yes, you, are listening to Shifty Podcast, episode 53, part two. We have Maddie, I am Patty, we have Timmy, and nobody else. We invited some people, they told us to fuck off. Not the point. Um, the point is, is that uh, if you were listening to part one two weeks ago, or if you just kind of binge them and now you're up to this point in life, um, you'll know that Matt and Tim are tied at three apiece in my trivia that randomly goes up to 13 questions because I felt like it. Um, randomly so, goes all over the place. Yeah, it is a general knowledge of food. Um, and cereal. And and cereal and uh, beans. Generally infuriating. And, yeah. It's not... It's <laughs> yeah. not there's nothing general about it. Try to get in the, in the right state of mind for this. You can't. There's no no studying for this one, buckaroos. Um, but yeah, we're going to finish that. Uh, we're actually going to do that first. Find out who wins and um, crown a victor. Um, they don't get anything. Finish your bowl of Horatio Magellan. <laughs> there we go. You're whatever. never going to forget that now. Come on. No, never. It's, it's, it's yeah, no. Captain Crunch, Horatio Magellan. Soggy. Magellan. Soggy now. Yes. Um, but we're also is Magellan. Yeah. What? <laughs> that's your that's your uh, that's your hint. Magellan, come on. Captain? No. Right. Anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, after that, after we crown a victor victorious, uh, we're gonna get into the validity of restaurant awards and how much they actually sway yours and mine's um, judgment of the restaurant itself. And I guess kind of on the back end, um, might as well get into a little bit of how much like why chefs and restaurateurs and stuff like that would actually or why they would strive to get the award and what happens when they lose it let's maybe not get into that um but then uh, as a fun finale uh cap to the episode um what kind of restaurants would you stop at going across the country and i'll explain that when we get there but for right now um keeping that a little bit of a secret um but you um while listening to this episode if you're not on your phone um you can Grab your phone and find us on social media. You can also do that on your computer. You could do that anywhere. I don't know why I'm limited to a phone, but yeah. Um, Instagram, Shifty Podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. You're listening to us already. That does, kind of doesn't make any sense. Share with um, your friends. Five-star reviews. Yeah, share, share with your friends. Five-star reviews. Patreon. There's cool stuff on there that you won't see on our social medias. Um, Behind-the-scenes pictures, which we are definitely going to take this episode. Um, but usually when we have a guest, we have some more fun I'm stuff. I'm skeptical that, of yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> take some pictures. It might even have yeah. a Tales from the Walk-In pop-up yeah. tonight. Tales, Who knows? It might. It might. We'll <laughs> see. It's been um, a couple of months. But we'll yeah, we'll and also, um, to be honest, if you yourself are somebody who's been on this podcast or if you haven't or if you know somebody who would be a good fit because they have uh, a, a wide array of food and bev knowledge we'd love to have them on um we can do um zoom meetings so if somebody like uh will woodington someone or, in des moines yeah we don't talk to des moines <laughs> I'm, des moines does not want to talk to us i've been talking shit on them for years um andrew olam um and yeah we're nationwide yeah who's our guy in north carolina the other guy that was him with the hair Luke. Luke, Luke Owens. Oh, yes. Luke Owens, that's I can, right. Yeah. His, I know his new restaurant is up and running and thriving and surviving. Um, so, yeah, do do all that stuff. Uh, let us know how we're doing with uh, a star rating on social media and uh, share with your friends. 
we appreciate you. Um, so let's get to this trivia time. So yeah, like I said, three to three. Um, Timmy, pick a number one or two. I'm gonna stick with two. It is two I'm again. A piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So Timmy gets first crack at this. Um, <laughs> stupid. Uh, the Delaware-based company Rapa R A P A. It's considered the largest manufacturer of what food mush that is traditionally a combination of pork scraps. Cornmeal, wheat, flour, and spices. Sales mush. Name? Yeah. This this is the word mush. Delaware Company, largest manufacturer of food mush that is typically a combination of uh, pork scraps, cornmeal, wheat flour, and spices. I mean, it, it sounds like why do you use the word mush? Like because it's its own thing. I, I think it might be similar to something else, but this is this a, a mush byproduct? From the, the list of ingredients, yes. Because it sounds like pork rinds. Chicharrones. But they are not. All right. Well, I Maddie. don't know. Mush threw me off. It's in Delaware? Yeah, Delaware does not have... I think that's just where it started. But I've seen it in New Jersey. I've seen... I'm pretty sure I've seen it here. It does sound like a... If, if you don't know the answer, you're not going to know it. Um, but I'll give you five seconds here. Uh, food mush that is traditionally a combination of pork, scraps, cornmeal, wheat flour, and spices. I want to say getta, but that's not it. Oh, getta has oats in it. What is getta? It's uh, it's meat and oats. Um, is there another name for that? Probably. It's German. Ah, okay. Well, it's probably similar to that. Uh, no points for anybody. Scrapple. Man, I was going to say no. Scrapple. Oh, really? Uh, but yeah, you heard of Scrapple? You it's similar, never it's thought similar. of Scrapple, okay. but I just... Get is similar to Scrapple, but it's definitely... It's all over, like, southern Ohio. Okay. You get, like, a, a Get a Burger, and it's, like, fried thin and put on top of your burger, like, all bacon right. or... Um, Reverse triple word score on the Scrapple. <laughs> Rap- yeah, Scrapple. 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 Um, Food mush. Yeah, Scrapple. I, I didn't think about Scrapple. I'm going to give this one to Timmy first because I'm pretty sure Matt has told me the answer to this one. So I'm going to give you first crack at it. Um, spell Tzatziki. Oh. Oh. T. I'm terrible at spelling. All right. You ready? Yeah. T-Z-A-T-Z-I-K-I. Point for Timmy. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I threw that in there because I'm pretty sure Matt has just like I run the Euro. I run the Moroccan That's Euro true. from time to time. A lot, um, actually. That's there a favorite. was also yep. a restaurant with two locations in Charleston that was called Tzatziki's. They spelled it incorrectly, and that annoyed me. Yeah, PZ. Time. That's the that's yeah. the uh, that's Tzatziki. Ooh, Timmy in the lead, four to three. Um, you guys aren't gonna get this one. <laughs> but we'll fucking give it a Maddie first anyway. Uh, what flavored coffee drink uh, gets its name from a city in Yemen that was once the center of the coffee trade? A brand of coffee? A flavor of coffee? What flavored coffee drink? You could get this at any coffee shop that you've ever been to. It is not cappuccino because that is Italian as fuck. Flavored coffee. I, say, uh, yeah. all the, I feel like the, a lot of the names of coffees that I know are like Italian names. What is the name? What is a flavored coffee drink that you've had? A macchiato. Technically, 
yes, if you go to Starbucks, you go to anywhere else, macchiato is something else, but that's also Italian. So I've had them like, yeah, they, they, that's a caramel latte in the real world, but at Starbucks, yeah. it's not your, that's not your fault. Okay, I've had, that real, I've had as, real macchiatos. You're right. Those are not flavored. Doesn't count as an answer. I will give it to Maddie one more time and then we'll go to Timmy. Flavored coffee. I don't drink flavored coffee. I just drink fucking coffee. Um, I don't know. Pass. I don't know, man. Uh, Caucasian. Uh, <laughs> and that, all right. First person to answer this and just fucking yell it out. Um, chocolate coffee. Hot chocolate. A mocha. Boom, Timmy. <laughs> taking the double lead. Yeah, mocha is the name of a flavored coffee drink that gets its name from the city in Yemen. That was really the center. Yep. I did not know that till today. Maddie, catch up. Huh. There's three more questions. And I like them all. Um, representing 19% of the Washington state crop. What variety of apple has a name that also means a fancy party? The gala apple. It's weird because it's Matt's turn, but that's fine. Whoops. Because I'm right. That's right. Yeah. I'm giving it to Matt, though. Fuck you, Tim. Give it to Matt. <laughs> You're welcome, Matt. <laughs> Charity uh, points. Yes. I like that one. Um, okay. What's the fucking similar to your boy? Uh, Horatio Magellan. Um, <laughs> oh, here we go. The mascot question. Elmer, Buckets, Ma, and Doc are collectively the names of what? You're going to have to repeat that again. Ernie, Elmer, Buckets, Ma, and Doc are collectively the names of what? Matthew first. I don't or if any of you have a guess, because I don't understand the question. Um, so the they're the names of some some band, oh yeah okay um, food mascots um, oh yeah the collectively the name of what band of fruit food mascots not fruit what has five mascots I still don't understand it's the not question. Rice Krispies that's Snap Crackle Pop yeah these these are all names associated with one brand correct name them again you're gonna be mad when i tell you uh ernie elmer buckets ma and doc oh i bet i think i know i think i know it's not a cereal i think i know it's not a cereal he's probably gonna get it right the tricks the rabbit kids there's no kids are they the keebler elves it is the keebler elves oh nice yes (sighs) they live in a tree they do for some reason i haven't had one of those in a, a long time well, the the Ma and Doc are, for some reason reminded me of, like the Seven Dwarves, and I'm like, oh, are they are they still around? Right, probably. I don't know. Did they get canceled? Is that what you're asking? No, like I I used to. I remember seeing <laughs> yeah. like commercials for them, and I don't anymore. Um, so you can't win, but you nope. can try. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, Pat, like, I've definitely seen uh, you give like five thousand points. Out I have at the, at the final one. Um, yeah. well, Arbitrary. Get, remember. Yeah. Uh, somewhere between a coffee and a dessert, an affogato contains espresso poured over what other star ingredient? Ice cream. You have to be more specific than that. Gelato. Boom! Let's go! Italiano! All right. Well, right now it is six to five, Timmy. Um, while we talk through these uh, next two topics, maybe I'll throw out um, some questions. <laughs> We'll see how it goes. The, the trivia that lasts the whole episode. Yeah, I know. So, so we're going to talk about awards and maybe at, at, in, yeah, in the I don't middle know. of this, I, I the end of this someone, one of us will win an award. Maybe you'll get disqualified for something. Yeah, yeah right. I don't know. Yeah. I'll win by default. <laughs> <laughs>
So there Pat are, is the arbitrator. Yes. Don't harass me. Touch me. So there are awards that we've all run into, uh, whether it's surfing the internet or just movie awards. I mean, how, how credible is like, if you heard that, um, the Revenant won an award, does that mean that you want to go see it any more than others? But, um, we're not talking about movies right now. We're talking about the, the food. Yeah, and but industry. What's so different between the rotten tomatoes and, uh, and say a Michelin star, uh, because I think rotten Michelin tomatoes stars don't have rotten tomatoes. Huh? Michelin star. Maybe that's a, a, a linea, a millennium might put that <laughs> in on the eyes fucking, of the consumer. Uh, I would say, at. well, we're going to get into it right now because, okay, so validity of restaurant awards and how much does that actually sway your judgment to me to pose the question, um, why is Rotten Tomatoes different than, uh, let's just say the Oscar or something like that? Because Rotten Tomatoes is crowdsourced. That is the viewer's opinion. I can't vote on the Oscars. Exactly. I cannot I can't vote on a Michelin star or James Beard award. Um, so this is all up to a panel of judges and I can't vote on who gets into the hall of fame for uh, how exclusive. Mm, yes. So um, basically trusting the opinion of the experts is really what we're doing when we're looking at these awards and saying like, Oh, you won that. Congratulations. Or you won that. Who cares? Because I didn't vote for you <laughs> kind of thing. So um I don't know. For, for, let's go. Let's go. First takes on on what's kind of top of mind with you guys um, when seeing that somebody has an award of some sort. Does it matter um, how prestigious the award is? I mean, there's obviously local things, and then there's uh, national things and worldwide. Like if you saw that somebody won um, fucking Time Out Chicago um, top restaurant, you'd be like, who gives a fuck? Or if it's like, oh, they won James Beard for uh, Best Chef uh, Great Lakes. Like, do those? Yeah, actually, I don't. I what don't, does that hold? I don't know whether to go to top down or 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 down up. You know, when it comes to like the local rag, or you know, all the way up to what we're talking about to you know the James Beard or Michelin stars. I don't know. Um, I I will. I don't know if I'm the right guy to start this just right. because well, uh, I'll, I'll I'll try and kick it off then because I did just spew a lot of stuff there and I went in three different directions at <laughs> once. Well, I'll say let's start. We'll let's start at the top. So I will say that bef- the more I found out about Michelin stars and James Beard awards, the less they dazzled me when people got them. I still think if a restaurant is wins the James Beard award and wins a Michelin star. They were doing something really good. It just reeks of elitism to it, me. Yeah. But at the same time, just, now once when I've the the longer I've known about them and the more I've found out about the process and the ups and downs and all the stuff that goes on, like I mean, once you get up to that level where you are in the Michelin star category, like the difference between stars is not very much you mean between one and two and two and three yeah okay but the point being was is like does how much does that sway the consumer yes so 
We'll see, and we'll stay at the top. So, in my opinion, for the general public, James Beard Awards and Michelin stars stars say a lot about a restaurant for the general public. The people that don't that are not in F and B, um, who just see something shiny and go, it "Must be good." Yeah, it's it's like it, they know that this place won an award, and you know more stars are better than one, and you know people. People know the like even not F and B people know those awards are out there, and it just it it means something sometimes more than it should, I think. Yeah, like how many more whatever reservations did a place get that just won an award two days ago at the, at the James Beard? Like that means like oh they're good uh, because this place says it is. Um, I'm gonna need to go try that. So I feel like that's a a revenue builder just from the amount mm-hmm. of marketing and, and that support that they're getting. And that's where like it's that's where some of the stuff with these awards gets like sticky is like the how much money people spend just to be to get nominated for different things. Um it's not it's not and how like how the marketing team that you need you need to put together to be it's a good the good good word to yeah. get into it it is it's a marketing it's, team you it's, have it's, to, it's all it's all publicity it's all yeah yeah public and, public publicity driven and I don't know if it I I can't say that it was like that always I don't think it was like that always but that's what it is now is you have to have a marketing I, team. I almost think that there should be an award for the publicist who <laughs> you know. You, Manages to maintain whatever establishments awards you know, as much as the chef. I mean, not as much, but I mean, you know what I'm saying. It's it's, yeah. it's 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 almost gotten to that point. I mean, it's 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 just my opinion. I think I started losing faith in some of them when I realized how much money people spend, how much money restaurants and chefs spend to win these awards. But it's not surprising because the more awards you have. The more your the more advertising you have, the more like you said, the more elitism There's your, be your establishment sure. is, and oh, yeah. the more you can charge for things. Like you can, like you can, if you have a Michelin star award and the next restaurant is doing the exact same thing, you can charge more because you have that star. Yeah, and it, and there, it seems like they're, they're you know at that level. It's just trying to keep that star, like that shooting star, falling forever. You know, just just in 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 your your view, in this in the night sky forever. And it just seems like what I see is, it seems like there's more devastation, or more, uh, you know, more to do with losing one than there is to getting one. I will say. I feel like I feel like so we talked about this a little bit before we started recording. I knew it, and a lot of the stuff that we were talking about was uh, was negative stuff. And I will say that there, the one thing I do like about the awards is it does it does uh, spotlight people that are doing a fantastic job in their field, and it does um, you know give. Give rising chefs and it elevates for sure. It elevates, yeah, it yeah. elevates and gives someone a uh, recognition. You know, it gives you a, a goal to shoot for. I mean, besides, like if you now you know what the guy in the next state that's doing that's something that's really cool. Like, ooh, I'm gonna see if I can do something better than that. Friendly competition is always good. Competition is always good. Friendly competition is even better. But 
so I do think that is a good thing that comes out of these awards, up and down from the big from the from the mission stars all the way down to and, what you and say, for the, the career minded yeah, and for the career minded youngsters, it gives them something to strive for and wanting to be a and want to be a part of and and yeah, definitely yeah. I mean, I, I agree. Yeah, but I know I was just thinking about that. Like we've we the lot of the stuff that we were throwing out there was like oh blah 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 they're bad, but it is they do do some good stuff, but. It's also like, like I said, I I started losing faith in when people were talking about use like they have to use a marketing team. It's like I I in my head when I started learning about these awards and stuff like that, I was like, you're just a chef out there just doing like the coolest stuff you can, and someone just finds you. But yeah, I mean, there, there's there's politics involved from all the way from the top all the way to the bottom to, to your. Yeah, like I said, Michelin stars to your local rag. But yeah, no, it would be it would be a wonderful world if um, it was more unbiased and more objective instead of subjective itself. But um, anything that you you end up with a chance to like book your restaurant solid for the next year and a half to two years, like, yeah, like and not have to worry about reservations at all. Like, there's gonna be someone who's going to willing to spend a little bit more on their marketing team. Oh, it's like I said, it's a shooting, it's that shooting star and you want to keep that thing in the mm. sky as long, as long as you can. But on the other side of that, like the, the it's, there's, it's a race to the top to try and get a star. And then once you get the star, you have the, the pressure to maintain, you have to main like you. You're like ramping up every year to get better and better and better. And once you get there, it's like cool, we made it. Now we have to keep it. Now we have to keep working at this level and maintaining it. And like people lose stars and people lose careers. I well, from the other side, as a guest, I would still be interested in going to a place with one star, even if they just drop down from two to one. Yeah, and no, I agree. That's I I agree one hundred percent. There wouldn't be a scoff there. Yeah. No, Fuck. it wouldn't be like peasants, losers. Yeah. <laughs> like you should be paying me to come in here. Jeez. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I just think it's a, it's just a. Uh, I hate to pick on the people that literally just won something, and this is the this is the soapbox that I'm gonna fucking die on over here, Maddie. Um, so there's an award um, for James Beard. It's called Best Hospitality. The entire country. It is not regional. It is anywhere. So you were um, telling us the way, or what does the category hospitality entail? What is that category? I wish I had internet right now so I could Google it to find out. But just from the word hospitality, it, I mean, it's got to be in service inside the restaurant because this place, um, it went up against um, a nice uh, place that has a star and is in Chicago and serves the elitist crowd and stuff like that. So obviously they're not fucking around over there and probably some other big name cities, but the place that actually won it, um, which you can fucking Google who it is, but they're in the middle of moose country, bumfuck Maine. They don't have a website. They look, they, I guess who found them? How did, is this okay? So to me, is this like a diversity hire? Like, Hey, we need to find some, uh, way off the beaten path just to show that we're the James Beard crew and we could find excellence uh, anywhere. Yeah, I see you're getting or, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's been a, a scandal that the James Beard awards feels like a scandal have right been now. dealing with for a while is diversity just in general. 
I mean, it's yeah, been so you're a talking big... about, you know, a group of people sitting in a room going, you know what, you know what these awards need? They need more inclusiveness and they need more of this and they need me. We need a new image for this yeah. and that. And uh, it, it's a governing body. Yeah. Which is not they have the yeah, public have... and the people who control, you know, what the general public think and and why they go to these yeah. places. So Sim- similar to the Oscars and stuff like that, we're not voting on them. And why did it take twenty? Why did it take preference. twenty years for Leonardo DiCaprio to win a fucking Oscar? Unfair. Um, maybe he needed a better marketing team. I'm not sure. Pretty sure he worked his ass off. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just I like they they I watched an hour and a half of it. I'm pretty sure it was like two and a half hours long. But they did a great job with um, just gender and race and everything like that, doing diversity in that concept and. I don't know if they have in the years past, but uh, this year I was just annoyed that I'm like, really, like, how did somebody find them and where did, where did that come from and what are they doing in service that is better than these places that are are crushing it in big cities? And I'd be interested to see how long that place has been around. Yeah, there's there's people doing amazing things in every corner all over the world doing this kind of stuff. So, I mean. In that respect, I mean, we could break it down to the local level, and we can go and look into the local rags and say, uh, you know, your 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 city papers or whatever. Every city, every every, you know, not even major city, every town's got one. And I think, you know, and this is my perspective is that I think those awards we all they they put out the voting every year. You know, best of whatever city Crowd you're source. in. Yeah. Um, but I think that boils down to advertising dollars and how much you how much you spend uh, with their with their magazine to advertise. There's certain restaurants whether that you're win. nominated or whether you're. Uh, I mean, I, I really think that 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 that's an award for spending advertising dollars with their local with their local. Yeah, there's certain magazine. restaurants that win the same categories every year, year after year. In some categories, like yeah, maybe it makes sense because they've just dominated that field forever, and there's I it's think it's sparse. It works in every but city with the local rag. There's also some categories like I don't know why you keep winning that same award every year because there's lots of new restaurants in that field that are doing just as well. Are you talking about the restaurant that won best restaurant in North Charleston like ten years in a row? You're talking about them? They didn't. They didn't. No. Well, good is they, good is good. There was one that. But do you think know. from the? Do you think you know? One hundred percent. Do you think the best? of whatever city you're in in these local rags is literally 100% the people's voice and the and the vote. So if I I'm gonna, I'm going to fucking pick on Des Moines again. Check the if, voting if machines. I, if I picked you, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, if I picked I mean, you up and I feel like I've asked this question of like hey if I picked you up and dropped you in Des Moines where would you go work? And that's what we've asked a bunch of times. If I picked you up and you were on a vacation in Des Moines, how would you find the restaurant that you want to go to? Would, oh. you, would you look at awards? Would you look at what would you look at? The, and that's where I think that the, the absolutely the uh those awards push fuel business absolutely yeah if yeah I, if, if you've I, never been there oh well, the locals love it but is it the but is it the locals that really love it or is it the the local rag that loves their how much that restaurant spends on advertising and if there's anybody working at this restaurant i'm sorry for shitting on you but as a local of charleston and everybody in this room and probably uh anywhere within 50 miles of here um 
Hyman's is just advertised everywhere. <laughs> yeah. And they draw a big crowd and they're not the best at, as far as I know, fucking anything. And, no. <laughs> um, but I don't, I don't know if they've won awards. So I guess that's a little bit off topic. But uh, as far as what advertising does, I mean, that's obviously a huge driver. They're what to get people in the door. But is this. So those are the politics of the, of the yeah. local rags is what I'm getting at. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't think I would look at awards too much because I spend a lot of my my working hours looking at restaurant websites and just being <laughs> maybe judging at first glance sometimes like, oh, you, pictures of your food is fucking whatever blurry. I'm not going there. Or if I see uh, won the Wine Spectator Award the last 19 years in a row and I'm like, that's got to be bullshit. Like, who cares kind of thing. Like, that doesn't mean anything. Well, you were talking about, you know, from a tourist perspective as well. I mean, we're, we're in a tourist, you know, community. Um, I will say this in my place. You know, I've been on a number of I've never won best of any. I've been I think we've been nominated for 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 best gourmet sandwich and city paper um a couple times in 10 years. Um maybe those years that I advertised in city paper, ironically, I don't know. <laughs> you know coincidentally, maybe I don't know, but um but I will say that we've won uh you know, not one. I mean, we've been graced with a number of more national kind of accolades from Food Network and and from um, you know uh, websites like Thrillist, um, a number Eater of and uh, Eater and a number a number of uh, you know best sandwich in your state. There's a number. There's a, there's a there's a million websites right. out there, um, and which I've had customers come in and make me aware of that I didn't even know. Like oh we saw you we came because we saw you on. Uh, this list came across. It was really weird. That this, this kind of blows me away is that on the last two occasions, they both said the same thing. They said on our AOL feed. What? I went, yeah. <laughs> I went. Is that still a thing? AOL. I was like, whatever. <laughs> anyway, they were a little bit alert. But anyway, but like, no, we we came across a thing, and you know, we're from out of town, and we it said best sandwich in every state, and you came up. I had never heard of it. And looked it up, um, but those those web based um, things, you know the you know like the thrillists and the eaters and and Food Network kind of you know, stuff that just on their on their scroll, I think is way more effective and way more flattering to me when I have a customer customer come in and yeah. tell me about it is like holy shit. That's really cool, man. Thank That's you for weird. letting me know. And they're like, and then they were like, they didn't even know about it. And then they're like, then they're even more amazed. Yeah. I think that's great. Like, so my question is, is uh, so with those lists, if you, if you didn't know that your restaurant was on there, like, how did you get on there? How did like, what's, what's exactly. the, what's the, I'm on, I mean, I mean, I'm on Food Network's, uh, one of my sandwiches on Food Network's top 25 sandwiches in America. I'm on Thrillist list of top 33 rest, uh, the Sloppy Joe, uh, and the top 30, Thrillist top 33, which is a weird number, uh, (laughs) sandwich shops in America. And I literally had to have someone else, someone else told me that. So I'm just, I'm just always curious when, and I've thought about this before with other restaurants, so I'm not just trying to like, to pick on you but like 
if you don't know how you're on there, like how did, how did, again, like you were saying before, Pat, how did someone find you? Well, the important like, part is, is that his marketing dollars didn't buy that. It wasn't good. driven. It wasn't paid for and it. And yeah. it wasn't, and it wasn't like, and it's, I, for me, it's just so much more, it's so much more of an award when a customer tells me that. And when you didn't buy it. Right. And not to say, I mean, I guess it depends on on where you are and what you know and how competitive you need to be in the market you're in. Um, but I I just think you're setting yourself up for, like I said, it's that shooting star. It's gonna crash. And I like I said, I see more toil over a lost star than I do over a gained one. It seems to me in the in the elite. There, Escape. there was a chef that finally won. I don't, I don't remember what it was for, like Best Chef California or something like that. I, don't quote me. And James Beard did today that it was like her fifth nomination. And I'm like, God damn. Like, you have to get flown to Chicago five oh, times. the fucking pressure. Yeah, yeah, that would be so annoying. One uh, of them also got five free trips. I don't know if they pay for them to get out know. there. If they, if they do, that's great. If they don't, like, I would just be annoyed. I'd be like, oh, this again? <laughs> So, Pat, you were saying earlier that uh, you were talking about if you went to Des Moines and dropped you in there, how would you find places to go eat? On your trip to Des Moines while you were driving there. You want to jump in there now? Yeah. If I picked you up and dropped you in Des Moines. So this is what I. How had, would you decide where to stop and eat? This is what I had envisioned. For there's two different things. Um, for when I said, what the fuck did I say? Um, what kind of restaurants would you stop at when you go across the country? Um, two different two different times in your trip. When you're sitting in Charleston and you're gonna go to L.A., um, are you picking spots along the route? And then also when you're fucking hungry, when there's no spots around that you know of and just like, I need something now. Like, what do you go to? I don't think what you mean by what kind of restaurant. Like, do you go to like, oh, I heard that this place has the best. uh, Also, I do love your sloppy Joe, but if they didn't try the coupon me, they fucked up because that's my favorite sandwich at your restaurant. FYI. Well, you'd have to be driving, right? <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, so you'd have to be so, driving. And okay, so obviously, let, let's shorten the distance between the trips. No, we're and we're LA. going across. Yeah. I'm giving. I'm giving a broad range of like. So how I'm not going to lie. Go. When I go on a trip, I look for places I might want to eat at the destination I'm going to. Correct. Yeah. I don't normally look for places 
to stop on the way. And en- route, yeah. I also haven't taken a cross country trip like that. Like if I ever the first the first I think that's driven, what this is all about, isn't it? I, I think mean, I would, you, I would I think love you, to. I think you really and I would just like want to a know, vacation path. <laughs> I, take shift down the road. That would be fun. All right, we're gonna go to the West Coast. If you want us to come stop at your your best of restaurant, well, let us know. <laughs> I was thinking, because people people when they drive cross country, it's like, oh, we're gonna see the biggest ball of yarn, or we're gonna see the largest kaleidoscope. Or Have you done gonna, any of those on a road trip? The largest kaleidoscope is in the Catskills, and it's fucking rad. Um, and typically, okay. there'll there'll be a diner or a greasy spoon or yeah. some place. That you'll have to settle for along the way. Yeah, but if you're going to be going, I'm going to stick, you know. stick in this again. Yep. Cross country, you're going to want to because I'm, I'm talking about multi day. Like you can't just sleep in your car. Like you need a fucking stop and like sleep and then get up another day and drive another twelve hours and do it again. So you're probably going to stop in New Orleans, maybe ish around there. Maybe if you want to go north a little bit, Nashville. Like, are you? gonna get a regional favorite kind of there like what are you looking for when you're not in your on your own home turf um i'm not gonna lie when i'm driving i look for something that's next to the freeway that's usually fast like i'm i'm not i'm not i'm not gonna lie like i don't normally like there are definitely places i don't want to go i'll i'll do this um i i disclosed this as you guys when you guys came in um yeah, I think I'm, I'm gonna. I'm planning it's something I've wanted to do since you know I was born and raised in New England outside of Boston, um, and lived out west most of my life, uh, actually, um, minus Florida, or whatever. But here we are. Uh, I'm I'm always wanted to plan a trip to drive from here in Charleston, uh, or whether it was Florida or Charleston here, um, back to you know where I grew up in New England. Um, Drive. I mean, I've been back a few times, but I want to make the drive as an adult. I did it multiple times as a, as a kid, and yeah, we would stop. And Boston's, uh, I don't 18, think, Boston's eighteen hours from here, at least driving. Yeah. At least, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. That's but I'm going to take the time to do that. And it's something I've always wanted to do as an adult. I've done it many times as a child with my family, um, and. I will say this: along those ways, you know, we would stop and we would actually have meals. I mean, if we're talking this was back in the '80s, um, but we would stop and have meals. And I have memories of of, of great meals in different places that, that we stopped in Virginia, or mm-hmm. whether it was D.C. or whether it was, uh, you know, in New York City. It just, but I want to do it as an adult. And for me, if I was going to drive, you know, I would think regionally where would I stop. Um, but but uh, I'll lay this on you. I just you know having having the 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 restaurant that I do and my presence on social media, I, I've started getting these suggestions um, on Facebook or whatever from restaurants that aren't even from around here. Um, there's one that 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 I that keeps popping up and I finally followed and it's called. Um, I think it's called Singleton's uh, General Store and it's a sandwich shop. Which is ironic. It's weird. Maybe it's tied into what I'm doing, but it looks absolutely amazing. And they do their daily special pictures, um, where the guy's just—he's got a every every day—it's got a black glove. He's got a sandwich in his hand, <laughs> and, and he's and it's he's taking a picture. And there's a blurry like old barn in the background, and the sandwiches are just—they just look fucking amazing. Like, holy shit, this guy's. This guy's doing it. Yeah, he's doing it, uh, and it's, it's in Vermont. I think it's I think it's in Vermont. So if I'm going to drive from here to Maine, 
I'm going to go there to that sandwich place. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so something like that. Those are the kinds of things I look for. I try to plan, you know, in route. Um, I don't know if, like if uh, you're driving through Texas, you're going to go for some authentic Texas. Most barbecue. likely. Yeah. Yes. If there's time. Yeah, I have a, a rule in in my family. Two rules: uh, you don't watch trailers for movies. First of all, uh, second rule is um, you can't <laughs> you can't go to a restaurant that you've been to before. And I, over the past five, ten years, just about like I've only broken that a couple of times. But it's like I'm not going to go. First of all, chain restaurants are off the table. If I'm in a new city, I'm not going to go to fucking Chili's or something like that. Or if I'm in a new city, I agree with that. But if I'm driving to my destination, I 100% eat a lot of fast yeah, food while I, I, I'm driving. I kind of forgot that part where it's like you're not going to stop and sit down and have like uh, a waiter bring you food when you're driving um, on the fucking freeway. You're just going to be like, oh. I mean, don't get me wrong. Sometimes, Big Mac? I, so, All right, sometimes yeah, I, we <laughs> yeah. do that. Like you need to get out of the car for a little while. Let's go <laughs> sit down somewhere. But then a lot of times it's like. The Cracker Barrel because it's right there on the, <laughs> on the freeway and like and there was like Route sixty six and you got yeah. diners and stuff like that and you could do the uh, I mean if you have time to do the nostalgic hey we're in this part of the country let's do this we stopped yeah. at a restaurant in Asheville our last trip up there and we thought we were going to like this you know this just one like you said one local spot Asheville restaurant and then uh. We got back into Charleston, and about three weeks later, I was driving through James Island, and there was they were opening one right there in James Island, which is okay because it's it was a pretty good restaurant. Is it the but same place that I've been. To? What's it called? Maple something. Oh, I went to like a Tupelo Honey. I thought that was only a one-off. Apparently, there's like nah. You know, the first time I went to a Tupelo Honey, I, I the first time I went to a Tupelo Honey, I thought it was a one-off too. But yeah. it's actually, and it's not bad. Yeah, I liked it. It was in the funny part. It was in Asheville. That's so why I'm like, who's one of those? I don't know. There's there's Ruby Slippers all over now. Yep. They're, well, have you not run into? I mean, you you fly around for work a lot. Have you not run into that? Um, in the many concourses and airports that you've been in, there are local. Um, local restaurants on just in every concourse in every airport in the country that you know that that is a local restaurant. That, I think that's, that's cool. in the yeah. airport. I mean that's a that's a good way to you know maybe if you're not driving but you can for, say hey for the Charleston uh, natives here. I was in Chicago. I had. It was fucking like two o'clock. I still didn't have lunch. I had to meet somebody at three. And I'm like, I just need food now. I walked into like this big, like crowded train station. There was like a kiosk with some food upstairs. I go in it. It is, oh my God, what's the name of the place? Boxcar Betty's in Chicago. They have what? They have one kind of like basically mall type kiosk it's in the Chicago. Same one that's it's here? the same. I took pictures of it. They had pictures of Charleston. I'm like, so I flew from Charleston to go to Chicago to eat fucking Boxcar and Betty's. A, what? Which Boxcar Betty's is the last? I haven't been there in a while, but it was really yeah, good. I last thought time literally I that was a one. Yeah, there no, there's. There's, there's at least two, but they've got yeah. a box. And then bird. randomly, I guess wow. either they got a managing partner or just somebody who liked it and or it was like franchised it or whatever. It's, it's fucking fried chicken. So. There's also a lot of restaurants in Charleston that have like, well, if they're looking for a location on John's Island, I know that. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know if this is by what you're about to say, but there is like if you go to Greenville, they have 10, 15 of the same restaurants that they have in charleston like there's a high cotton there's a there's a hall's shop there's yeah all that kind of stuff which i'm not going to go to because i've been to one here and i'm not going to be like oh let's try that one instead yeah. um 
but yeah, the, the regional cuisine is really what I'm into. Um, and I'm pretty sure everybody should be. Um, but, um, I did go to a, like a food festival in Raleigh and there was like, it was like Epcot except really ratchet. Um, where there was like <laughs> basically tables and booths and kiosks was like food from around the world. And there was stuff that I never heard of. And I'm like, I'm going to try a little bit of everything. I saw this old lady with a slice of pizza and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? You, I guess maybe you've spent your 80 years trying different stuff and you say, fuck it. I don't care anymore. She dropped her pizza and I was very happy. Like, Good. <laughs> you don't need Man. that. You should go try some bip and bop uh. over there or whatever. Some bulgogi do that instead. Well, So I guess it's safe. <laughs> To, to, to bring it around full circle and we might go around again, but I guess it's safe to say that for us, for us, you know, regular folk and us road agents, uh, I don't think, you know, you know, the, the, the local rag plaque on the wall, best, whatever right. last six years running or, you know, the Michelin star or the, you know, the big hyped publicity, you know, money driven, whatever really matters. Maybe if I saw that and it was something recent, like 2023, whatever, best sandwich, and then I get it and it sucks. I'm like, right. how, did they win, how did they win this It award? might almost <laughs> kind of lessen your yeah. your impression, your review of that place. When you it's see an award weird. somewhere on the wall like that, your expectations go up. When you just walk into a place and you don't know anything about it, and you just yeah. have a really good sandwich, but I don't like, know who wow, anyone who awesome. would who would you know if if you're going if you if you're traveling to one destination from another, I don't know I don't know anyone who would. Um, well, before I go, I'm gonna look up the places that have the awards, and yeah, I'm the only true. where I'm gonna eat that that would yeah. be psychotic. But there are people that do that. Well, sure. Um, let's get to the finale for the last 15 minutes here. Um, so vegan restaurants, they can have just vegan food, but why can they not have like a little bit of brisket? Like I go there and I'm like, well, I'm actually a carnivore and you don't have any brisket for me. Like what is, what's up with that? A little reverse. Why do vegan and vegetarian restaurants have to be exclusively vegan and vegetarian? Yeah, but not the other way around. Yeah, not the other way around. A meat option where you know, regular run of the mill restaurants. Yeah, I, are I have a have protein deficiency options. that I need. I think it's not a valid tofu point. or whatever. I don't really know what has protein in it. I'm not so sure. vegan and vegetarian restaurants, that's their, that's their stick. Uh, re, the rest of the restaurants choose to have vegan and vegetarian to accommodate entrees. Is that because vegetarian, they don't have to vegetarians that go out to eat with their family are in a hopeful state? And that um, maybe I don't know meat eaters that go out with their family are I would less offended. Have you ever heard of, of a offended? Um, you ever heard of a gluten free restaurant? Like is that like a thing? Fully like, gluten yeah, free restaurant? Gluten free? I feel like that would be hard. I no, I don't think that exists. I, I don't know how you would. I don't know. There's I don't know there's a guy who uh, who has Where a restaurant. Where would that be? Who literally the 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 whole point of the restaurant is to cater to people that have many different allergies. And, um, he spent, he spent a ton of money. Uh, I mean, they have like five different sets of everything because so that there's not cross contamination everywhere. And it's, um, I can't remember the guy's name, but I saw an interview with him and he was I saying mean, one thing, one thing that he, one reason he loves what he does is because, 
there are people that come in there and they're like, my my kid is allergic to like these five things and we can't go out to eat to dinner. Yeah, definitely those people absolutely appreciate that. You're going to have a room full of people who are allergic to other people? But they, they're not allergic <laughs> to each other. Well, they probably are. But like the, those people that like going out to a normal restaurant is not an option for them because like they they can get a, a set like. But green. would that get the like the three of us to like? Were they going to get three people that are not allergic to anything to go to that restaurant, or would? Right. No, it's not going to bring. Not yeah. going to. Yeah, that's yeah. Probably margins aren't there. Radar to go. Um, I went to a vegetarian restaurant with Jake one time. He found out that I was vegetarian. He's just like, I don't like any of this. We left before we even got water. We're just like, all right, got to go. <laughs> Why? Uh, Why, though? He just didn't. He wanted, like, bacon and eggs in the morning or something like that. Yeah, but I think I think if you're a non-vegetarian would be much more okay with eating something that doesn't have meat in it than a vegetarian would yeah. having to eat something with meat in it. Forcibly. Yeah. I mean... Or not have any options, you know? Okay, well, there's nothing really... Okay, I'm not going to be an asshole about it, but if, you know... I'm already here. I'm sitting down. Let's let's eat something. Um, I bought a... What I wanted was a bacon, egg, and cheese from a place in West Ashley. They were like, yeah, we don't have any meat here. I'm like, okay. I got my egg. Well, you can I, get over that. No, I didn't. No, he didn't. I didn't. I really? left. I got my egg. I was there. No, no, no. Wait. Oh, wait, no. That was a, a different time, actually. Um... <laughs> I got my egg and cheese sandwich. I went home. I cooked bacon and put it on the fucking thing. <laughs> Jesus um, no, there was somewhere else downtown that. Yeah, ate... I mean, if you're out and with your family, yeah, or no, whatever, I wouldn't I do mean, that. Just, no. you can. I would. Get it. I mean, I would suck it up. I'd be like, all right, I'll throw some hot sauce on. I really don't care. You know, I usually for me, like, I've, you know, I've been, I've had a plant based diet for. I've just like I said, it's, I mean, for the last like seven years, I've recently just started, you know, getting back into eating meat just because just my metabolism and my, you know, just kind of gut issues actually, as I've gotten older and it's like, no, if I go out, I'm like, yeah, I'll have a salad and it's, you know, we're some roadhouse of my family in Florida. It's going to be terrible. I'll eat a side of French fries and I'll, you know, and I'll drink six bourbons, you know, whatever. I don't <laughs> care. It doesn't matter. But it's like, if I'm, you're talking about a fully, you know, I would never, expect you know anyone to be happy with me taking everyone to a fully vegetarian restaurant unless the, I mean, unless everyone that you're going right. with right yeah. was on that now get me wrong i wouldn't mind going to a fully vegetarian restaurant but i like i want to go because it's good food not because it's vegetarian well, right like um like it's fine if it's vegetarian but like it needs to be good then I mean, if I think if you're a, if you're a, if like, you're going out in a group and you're going to a fully vegetarian restaurant and you're offended that there's nothing for you, then I think you're kind of a dick. Like, this is bullshit. Yeah. Can you fucking meet? Also, now with with today's just don't go social media and stuff. Like, if you walk into a restaurant and you don't know that it's fully vegan or something before you went. Eat a salad, you fucking Well, mongoid. I mean, that's like, <laughs> I mean, most people read the menu before they get there. Right. Well, when you're driving across country and that's the only thing that's off of Route 66. You're going to Then know, that's the only thing, thing you get to eat. Country yeah. thing. Sorry. I need yeah. a Big Mac in my mouth the next 15 yeah. minutes. Well, I fast food. <laughs> no, we've all been there. I want to open a fully vegetarian fast food restaurant. 
sure yeah, there is it's one. called Taco Bell. No, it's Sprouts? not. Sprouts? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. I think there is uh, the California thing. It's called like Sprouts or something like that. It's not the grocery store. I think there is like a like a chain of that. Uh, well, that um, is, that is something to be said. Like, yeah, we can we can we can kind of pull this the trifecta of pulling this all together, where it's like. Uh, Driving across country, you know, we always have our, our our had our go tos even before you know I kind of went vegetarian, you know. I mean, it doesn't happen yeah. anymore, but it was like, you know, well, what can I eat at Taco Bell? Well, I can get a bean burrito. You know, I can find something that doesn't have meat in it and not get offended about it. You know, it's like okay, Chick Fil A. Well, God, it smells delicious, but uh, what can I? I guess I'll get some fries and some coleslaw. I'll deal with it. Yeah, I guess there's a limit. You know what I mean? So it's like you can find something. Uh, my mom's a But vegan. if you're going out to high end, you're going to spend 60 like, bucks on a meal. Yeah. She's been a vegan I mean, for like 20 years, and she's she can go, she can find stuff to eat. Well, anyway. vegan is, vegan's different. And that's another thing we need to talk about is that people misconstrue the definitions of vegan and vegetarianism. Yes. They're two completely different things. It's become a thing where people just assume they call vegetarians vegans. It's they're two completely different things. Vegans no egg and no dairy. Which no, is vegan is any anything from, from an animal. animal whatsoever. Like you can't eat, you know, enriched flour because it's bleached on cow bones. You really? can't eat so, honey. So because, some of those, some of the, there's yeah. different levels to that vegan. Fuck that. Like there are, like you said, there are some vegans that any don't eat animal honey. derivative is vegan. There's, but like my mom's vegan and she'll eat honey. Like there's like, but well, there's there's also uh, pescatarians. Everyone has their own definition. That but it's not or their their own vegan is not vegans, vegetarian. Fish. So vegetarians, but they eat fish. One time working with you during brunch um, at good old caviar and bananas. Um, it must have been in April sometime or something like that. And some lady comes up and she's like looking at the brunch menu and she's like, "Oh yeah, I'm not eating meat during Lent. I'm gonna get the." She got like some turkey sandwich and i'm just like um <laughs> that actually has it i don't think it was it was called turkey sandwich or something that had turkey i'm like that's actually got turkey on it she's like yeah it's not meat it's foul so i can eat i'm like whatever rule you <laughs> help yourself sleep at night with it's not like i heard yeah somebody said something in, a, in another circle where it was like oh it's not meat unless it talks i don't eat anything with a face mm. well speaking of uh Eating faces. The last time I checked, um, I don't know why we abandoned it, but uh, Matt, I was kind of eating your face and trivia. Six to five, I believe. Six to five, Six I believe. Five. So I, I think I think before we get to uh, get to the rest of this, I think we should wrap wrap this up. Well, uh, we were ready to crown Timmy the ultimate victor with uh, having six and Matt having any number less than six, but we'll give him another chance, which means you get first go at um, these questions before anybody else. So Matt, you need, I guess, two for two, because I have only two questions left. So you need to get them both correct. Um, Snap, crackle, and pop. No, we already had the Keebler elves and that was hard enough. So uh, no one knows their names. They live in a tree. They live in a tree. Now, everybody who's listened to this whole fifty-nine minutes or whatever knows exactly what the name of the Keebler Elves are, which are I can't fucking remember. Doesn't matter. All right. So, um, and also stop me if this was on a previous trivia because I feel like it was, and if it was, this one's null and void. And I want honor system right now because I'm like I feel like I've heard this before, but I don't know if it was here or somewhere else. But Matt, this one's gonna go to you first. And then if you can't get it right and Timmy doesn't get it, then I'll give you multiple choice and that'll just go to you first. Make sense? Yeah. 
what was the first food eaten in space? Ice cream. Good. This was not on a. This was not on a previous. Nope, I got that wrong though. That is think, wrong. All right. Good. I think it was. Well, it was not. Well, I think it was a question on a previous one. Oh well, shit. Well, then that means you should get it right. Well, I should. Yeah. I think it was, and I always think ice cream because you can go to like every science museum in the world and buy dots. <laughs> buy the uh, astronaut ice cream. Yep. Tang. Yeah, that, I was going to put that in for my multiple choice, and it's not Tang either, so you're giving Tim fucking <laughs> easy ammunition. I want to say it, it was like peanut butter or a, can- or a candy. That is a good guess, but no. All right, so it is not Tang, ice cream, or peanut butter um it is possibly uh spray cheese applesauce or maple syrup applesauce it is applesauce Woo, tied it up let's go six 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 the mark of the beast uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy. Tied, tied up. all right well, so then this one all right then this one is this is good because I'll, I'll make this one the number one so who's ever closer unless you get it right on the right in the head here um i'll give you each a guess and Matt, since I'm feeling bad for you, I'll let you guess second because I feel like it's easier to go second, base your number off the other guy. So who's ever closer here? Um, One dollar. All right, pressure's Joey, on. Joey Chestnut holds the record for most amount of eaten most amount of hot dogs and buns in ten minutes. How many is that number? They did a Coney Island, like he always fucking does. The co- the the whatever the name of that brand is. <laughs> Nathan's. Yeah. Nathan's, yes. Okay. Matt, you go second. Don't forget. I didn't realize that, that the hot dog eating contest was 10 minutes. There are multiple different ones. There's a minute, three minutes, and 10 minutes. I mean, do we need uh, to, are we trying to get it dead on, or it's just the closest to the actual number? Closest to win because you both are tied six to six. So whoever gets. I'm going to say, I'm going to say 88. So pretty much, is it over or under 88? 95. Maddie, I gave you so many chances here. It is 76. Kristen said like 400. And I'm like, how the fuck? Are you <laughs> I think you're, that's more weight than your body is. I don't think you no, the the, the amount of stuff those guys are able to eat sometimes is, I mean, still, I mean, yeah, it's like your face is lot. made out of hot dogs yeah. <laughs> and you're just eating it. <laughs> if you were a hot dog, would you eat yourself? I know I would. <laughs> Harry Carey, welcome. Um, so, yes, Matt. Man, it's not my fault. I I gave you those were those were easy enough to possibly get right. So I don't think uh, I've ever won one. I'm so excited. Well, dun, 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 Timmy is. Don't worry, I haven't. I haven't yet. Well, I I think the closest <laughs> you were to winning one was when we had Danny Calcagni on, and I think you were like tied with him. And I'm like, all right, well, since Danny won that or got this last question right, that's worth 500 points, and he wins. Oh my god! <laughs> right. Well, yeah. Since yeah. I've never won, and Tim has won one uh why don't you whip us up a few more questions i could possibly do that i mean i do have a whole backup uh, baker's dozen of them uh ready to blurt out to you guys and we'll see who wins i guess round two or round eight of this whole thing but it's not for everyone it is for a private select group of few that uh subscribe to anything to be a part of yeah for <laughs> oh, dollars a month that's a great idea i don't think we've ever done this in real time so yeah I'm 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 down for it. So yes, you're gonna you're gonna finish out this, and then whatever on the July 1st or whatever the date is, it's coming out June 
26th that this is coming out. Whatever day this is that you're listening to this, Jesus Christ. Um, it'll be on Patreon afterwards, and you could hear um, did Matt make a comeback and tie up the the score for one to one in trivias, or is Timmy just crowned two to goose egg, two nil? We'll find mm, out uh, later on. And for three dollars, and also if you listen to it, um, don't tell anybody else. Make them also subscribe because I'd be fucked up. Don't don't paper, <laughs> don't pay per view this thing. You know you have each of you has to pay your way, and it'll help uh, supply us with uh, drinks like this and Timmy's fancy new mic stands and everything else that goes into the shifty world. Shit ain't free, but it is a lot of fun. Indeed, shout outs then, um, Timmy. When you go down to uh, Florida, do you pass? I'm not sure the geography. I'm pretty sure it's far farther west. Uh, do you pass through Pensacola at all? No, that's okay. uh, it's, it's on the handle. The- Right. I, I hit yeah. I okay. hit Jacksonville. Usually go over. Uh, oh, you say that 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 coast. Like um, a hard hard right at Jacksonville. Shout out to um, Kingfisher Sandwiches in Pensacola with Amanda Cadaveric. Um, some of the stuff kind of reminds me of Timmy's shop. Just very cool stuff that they're doing. So yeah, like I said to that Singleton's uh, General Store in Vermont. When I make my way up to New England, I'm going to go there. Um, keep going. On keep going. Past past Auburn, past uh, past Bangor. Take a go towards Canada up there. Go to Monson, uh, Maine. Go to at the quarry. They won best hospitality. Tell me what the fuck they're doing on a daily <laughs> on a daily basis and well, why they won this award. Gonna, I need to know. Take I can't minute. look at the pictures yeah. or videos on the website because they mean, don't have one. But maybe, so maybe a takeaway from this is is just uh, you know the awards are out there for the people that want to want to win them. And yeah. um, if you're traveling somewhere, maybe try to slow down a minute and and take a look around and find something local as opposed to the fast food or the gas station, and you know, maybe try to be a little bit less a, less of a hurry when you when you pull off the highway and you pull into that gas station. Uh, maybe take a look around. I will say this: I will give you one right now, close to us, exit five, Hardyville, South Carolina. Chicken licking. Ever been there? If it's chicken. Best goddamn fried chicken in the world. In it's the a, it's, world. It, it is in a gas station. It's basically it's it's next to a gas it's in between two gas stations. Exit five, Hardyville, South Carolina. What's that? That's the road you take to go to that's that is the road you take to go to Savannah. Oh wait, yeah, right. So when you're going oh, down no, 95 it's, it's and you want to you want to go the back way into Savannah, Exit five, Hardyville, chicken lick, chicken licking. So when you would normally pull off, and I think there's other fast food restaurants there, and you can go, oh, I'll just get you know Burger King or whatever, and buy some fireworks and get some gas, and we can we can hightail it down to Florida. There's other things around, so maybe that maybe the 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 moral of this is just to take a, a little bit closer look around, and, and and maybe you'll find a better local option than. Uh, shout out to Dodge's Chicken on Savannah <laughs> Highway. That's why I'm like, are you talking about the place right up the street? No, Chicken Lickin's oh got Dodge's beat, man. Um, all right, that's our episode. That was fun. Uh, I would like to thank um, nobody because nobody else was here. Um, no, yeah, let's let's reverse that. Um, all right, well, that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Take two, I would like to thank um, Timmy for hosting us with these brand new microphones that we have. By the time you listen to this, I don't know if we'll have recorded yet. So if you do make it this far and you do want to come on, whether you're in Charleston or in somewhere else in the world, like I said, we are worldwide on the WWW via Zoom and you can be our guest. 
Yeah. Adios. Peace out.